Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, baseball family. So we talked a little bit before about crossover athletes. Now, I have to give credit where credit is due here, right, Brig? Because this is not this is not a topic, honestly, that we came up with on our own. Uh, somebody pitched this to us. This was from Sarah Davis, who said, it, "Who in baseball would make a great crossover athlete into which sport?" And we got thinking, like, why don't we see crossover athletes anymore? Bo Jackson was a legend, right? Still um, people, is. Still is. People if they use present tense with legends. You're right. And Bo knows, you know, but, but people are still comparing anybody, any freak athlete we see to Bo Jackson. Uh, Deion Sanders was another famous crossover. Brian Jordan played, they all played baseball and football, which seems to be the easiest crossover to make because of the way the seasons line up. Right. Like football season starts beginning of September and is done by spring training guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Right. Even if you're in the Super Bowl, still guaranteed. And so, so it's easy to match that up. It's a little it'd be considerably more difficult with basketball just because the NBA finals go into June. Um, but then other sports, anything anyway. So Brig, let's start with this. Why do you think is the biggest reason we don't see crossover athletes anymore? We don't even see guys crossing over from baseball to football anymore. Money. Money is Money. the reason. Yep. Here's hmm. why. I think teams on both sides of whatever sport you're talking about are saying absolutely not. You will not put on football pads if you are going to be on our roster. There is too much of a liability for you being injured. We are not going to take on that financial burden. We are not going to take on the burden of trying to replace you. Um, We are No, it all comes down to money and the risk of injury. Now, along that, those veins... Uh, so just a few years ago, we saw this. Kyler Murray was the number one, was the first round pick by the Oakland A's. Yeah. They touted a prospect. They paid him a whole bunch of money up front as a signing bonus. And then he went back to college. He, he was still in college playing football at Oklahoma. And then the opportunity came for him to be drafted in the NFL. And they're like, well, are you going to play both? And the A's specifically said they would let him play both if he wanted to. Sure. They, they said that he could play football and baseball if he wanted. He chose football. And I think it's because he's a quarterback. And I think if he had been reason. a receiver, I think if he had been a receiver or especially a defensive back, he'd have been like, yeah, I can do both. Easy. No problem. But the fact that he's a quarterback, he needs to dedicate that time to his sport yep. specifically so he can be effective for everybody else around him. That it just it just takes that's really what it comes down to for me is time. Yeah. It takes that much time. Um, we've seen Russell Wilson was also yeah. drafted. He was drafted by the Rangers. He's currently still to this day part of the Yankees organization. Yes, he is. And he you still know. takes uh shows up for spring training and takes some reps with mm-hmm. the organization. He yeah, still does. He does. Yep, he does. Um 
Now, I don't know that if the Yankees would necessarily bring him into the farm system full time, even if he retired from football tomorrow. I don't know. They might if he wanted to, but who's I to say? Know. But I don't know. It's to me, it really comes down to time because sports these days are so analytical and so detail oriented that if you don't have the time to go through and know every single detail, you're not going to succeed. Used yeah. to, and you know, I'm not I'm not taking anything away from Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders. Those guys yeah. are obviously gifted and freak athletes. 100%. Like, Deion Sanders is so good. Both of them, good. I feel like we're, I feel like both of them were so good, especially at football. They could just show up. They could. Yeah. You know, and Bo Jackson, though, I mean, that dude ran the ball. Like, it wasn't yeah. a, it wasn't a low impact. I mean, not that football's mm-hmm. low impact. Can't really say that, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a kicker. Wasn't, yeah. Yeah. It's not, a, it, I mean, you just, you grab the ball and you run the ball essentially at its core, but it's a rough and tumble position. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, and and that being said, between the two of them, like, like like I said, I feel like Dion could just show up, follow a guy around the field on in man defense, and be oh. very successful because he was that good. He but was. now the way the defense, the way defenses are run and offenses are run, I don't know if he would have been a Hall of Famer doing that. And baseball is so detail oriented these days too, with the way that they're breaking down pitchers and spin rates and launch yeah. angle, everything that goes into it. Like, yeah. yeah, you can be gifted, a gifted athlete to a certain degree and succeed, but you got to get your reps in still, you because there that. are guys out there who are getting 50 to hundred times more reps than you, if you don't have the time to do it and they're going to beat you out for those positions. Well, and that so, comes back to politics and culture and stuff like that too. That mm-hmm. stuff you can't measure. Right. Where it's like, I don't see him ever. I don't know. Coaches are yeah. going to be like, I can't trust him. I never see him. Uh, yeah. I don't know what he's doing in his spare time. Right. So yeah. and what kind of influence does he have on the team and what kind of, you know, mojo is he bringing to the clubhouse and all that mm-hmm. stuff too. So, so, cause this is the thing is that, is that Deion Sanders to me in the NFL and not in the NFL, but in, ba- in baseball was known as a burner. Right. Yeah. I mean, the dude hit it inside the park home run on like a, like a blue fly ball one time. I think yeah. Billy Hamilton has that kind of speed and he's been For bouncing sure. around the league. Yeah. Right. I think he's on a minor league deal right now. And so guys are not going to be that as successful now as they would have been 20, 30 years ago as crossover athletes. And I feel like that's why we don't see it nearly as much anymore. Maybe yeah. there will be somebody who will surprise us. Maybe we'll have a Kyler Murray who will come up and be like, you know what? If I switch positions in the NFL, maybe I can do it. But at the same time, guys aren't willing to sacrifice it because as a quarterback, he's making a whole lot of money the day he signed, the day he got drafted by the Cardinals. And he was going to have to wait to get that money with the A's. So I don't blame him, but so let's just round this off really quick. Guess what Dion's 40 yard dash time was. I just looked it up. I want to say he was like a four, four, three, a four, two, seven, four, two, seven. Yep. I wanted to say four, two, but I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was that low. Just to put that into perspective, Barry Sanders, four, three, seven, Randy Moss, four, two, five, Bo Jackson, 4.13. No way. That is a lot of human beings to move that quickly. (laughs) That is an enormous ball of muscle. I mean, he he literally came in like a wrecking ball, right? Yeah, he was. The dude was enormous. For those of you who don't know, like only know the name of the legend of Bo Jackson, like. (laughs) To see somebody moving that fast would be terrifying. Terrifying. 
that's terrifying. like I think it was Deion Sanders who said guys would make a business decision and not tackle. I think that that's where that comes from. <laughs> Making a business <laughs> yeah. decision, not tackling Bo Jackson. <laughs> Okay, just get oh, out of the way. Man. Oh, man. Okay, hold on. Bo Jackson. Uh, let's do prime stats. Let's just see how big was he. Enormous, right. to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He was. 6'1", 220 is what there I had on uh, yeah. baseball reference. Six one two twenty two twenty five six six one two twenty seven. What okay. in the NFL season? He put on a little bit of water weight. <laughs> he drinks some more Gatorade or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, a sure lot of human to. being. Oh yeah. That's a big dude running at you that fast. Yeah. Yeah. It oh is. my goodness. It is. All and right. It, it's awesome. Yeah. He was and... a legend. You should go look up Bo Jackson baseball and football highlights and just watch. The magic, because it's magic. It's it really this is exactly magical. It is. Yeah, truly. Um, so along this vein, then, uh, mm-hmm. as far as talking about crossover athletes, we can't pick our current top crossover athletes, like you said, because there aren't any, there aren't any nope. true as far as baseball goes. True. Yep. Um, along the mainstream, I guess, crossover athletes. Sure. But we wanted to pick three guys each who we thought would be potentially good. Crossover athletes. Yeah. So, Brig, yeah. why don't you go ahead with your first one? Okay. I want to see Trey Turner sprint. I want to see Trey Turner in a 100-meter dash. <clears throat> and here's why. Okay? Okay. Trey Turner is retaining all of his time and effort and whatever. He's he's carving it up into more than just being really, really fast, right? He's hitting mm-hmm. the ball. He's fielding the ball. He's all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. the team dynamics and all the extra stuff – it, but if he was on the same training regimen as a guy like Usain Bolt, I'll bet you he gives that dude a run for his money. And here's a literally, that was a pun firmly intended. Here's why. <laughs> here's why. Um, old boy Trey Turner has a 147 bolts. Now, a bolt, according to baseball savant, happens excuse me, any run above 30 feet per second is considered a bolt in baseball. Hmm. A competitive run, anything within a competitive attempt, according to Baseball Savant, is a play that's 27 feet per second or faster. And uh, so the poor end of that is 23 feet per second. The high end of that is 27 feet per second which is incredible, and 30 feet per second is considered elite, okay? Trey Turner is running at 30.7 feet per second on average. Wow. So I did some math, because I love math. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> and 30... As long as you don't do it on air, I think we're good. <laughs> 30 feet per second converted into miles per hour okay. is... 20.931 miles per hour. That wow. dude literally sprints almost 21 miles an hour. He'd get a ticket in the school zone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so Usain Bolt, his speed is 27.33 miles per hour, okay? So, mm-hmm. but Usain Bolt is doing nothing but run. Sprint, right. sprint, Nothing sprint, but sprint, sprinting, sprint. yeah. He doesn't even Not, run 200. Yeah. no. 
and he's not, he's obviously retired now, but he wasn't doing, he wasn't hitting the ball. He wasn't feeling the ball. He's not throwing the ball. None mm-hmm. of the other stuff, none of the clubhouse dynamics. He's not retaining any weight to put barrel on bat uh, or on ball and drive the ball. None of that. So I'm, I really believe that if Trey Turner were to lean out a little bit more and get himself in sprint shape, he could literally go as fast as Usain Bolt. Now, the other thing I will tell you is that Usain Bolt's world record set is only tracked, his his top speed is tracked between, I think there's a there's a range, I forget where it is, but it's the there's a like a 20-yard range or 20-meter range within the 100 meters where it's clocked, and I think it's between 20 and 40 meters, meter 20 to meter 40 along the 100-meter range is when it's clocked. I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, so he only averages 22 or 23 miles per hour, Usain Bolt, along the entire 100-meter sprint stretch. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he kicks it into a different gear at the end and then changes the average, right? So he has segmented the 100 meters into different speeds, at least in his world record setting mm-hmm. dis- run, his distance. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I think I want to see Trey Turner – if anybody's going to cross over, I would love to see Trey Turner sprinting. Interesting. That'd be good. I'd, I'd be down for that because, yeah, like I actually I actually checked and he is three inches shorter than Usain Bolt, which I think it could, could be significant. Totally. But at the same time, the fact that the dude has enough speed, has the speed that he does with where he's at currently. Yeah, he had the, the fastest sprint speed this season in, in baseball. For sure. The only other baseball player that's even in that same league as him is uh I, I have right Jose here. Siri at 30.4. Yeah, and Tim Locastro is also at 30.7. Mm, yeah. Those Locastro, are the only man, two. That that's it. Yeah, that's everybody crazy. and and competitively, we're looking at um Locastro is at 44 competitive runs, uh 257, Trey Turner. So Trey Turner's statistics are firmly set mm-hmm. they're stable yeah. whereas yeah. lo castro obviously he's still in the minor league system playing for the yankees right so yeah anyway what about That's you brad solid. i like Thanks, that man well i'm gonna go with um one of my big hitters first i'm gonna go with mookie betts yeah uh so obviously Dude's a genius <laughs> a, a natural athlete in many aspects <laughs> you know we've seen that he's a pretty good basketball player he can play other sports as well um and that was one of my first thoughts like how would Mookie Betts do as a basketball player mm. first thing I did was I checked how tall he is he is five foot nine now Whoa. that being said um not all basketball players are as tall as what they're listed on the on the lineup card for yeah. instance um trey burke i ran into trey burke one time he was listed at six one i am not six feet tall i am five ten three quarters on a good day <laughs> i was looking eye to eye with trey burke so he is definitely not six foot maybe five eleven tops but he's listed mm-hmm. at six one i do think however that five nine is a little bit short to really succeed and thrive in the nba um so actually what i did with mookie betts is i have him on the pba as a professional bowler yeah. Oh, for sure. Have you you've seen him bowl? He just bowled another three hundred last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I I say another because he did it like a year ago too. Exactly. He would compete. Yeah. He would be competitive, and he would do very very well. Hundred thousand percent. Hundred thousand percent. I think Mookie Betts could moonlight as a professional bowler, and 
never have to spend a dollar of his baseball money ever. In his yep. Life. I agree with you. I think he'd be outstanding as a professional bowler. So I don't um, have all the advanced metrics like you did, Brig. I'm sorry. But that's the last that's the last you'll hear from me on advanced metrics. <laughs> all right, Brig, who's your next guy? Um, I'm gonna go with uh hold on, I gotta get this. I want I had a this a thought really quick. Um I wanna see Madison Bumgarner uh really sink into rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know he's in Rodeo and he does it anyway, but I want to see him really do it. And I want to take, I want that name to go away. Mason Saunders. Like I got it. It's cool. And it, and it's funny and all that, but, but let's get Mason Saunders an opportunity to come out of the closet a little bit and just be who he is, which I think at his core is a rodeo dude. His rodeo's all-star. So I, I think, and if he dedicated all of his time to rodeo, it could be a, a lot of fun. And I don't know anything about rodeo athletes and how their career span works, what peak ages are and different things like that. I have no idea. But mm-hmm. I think that with the way his career in baseball is going, he might have a great opportunity to be a rodeo star, depending on how old you can be and be a great rodeo. Yeah. Well, I think it depends on the event because he's he was doing calf roping, right? Uh-huh. I feel like that's something you can do for a while. I would, you think? I don't know, I mean, but I would think so. I mean, you and I were taught how to do it by a man who was in his sixties and right? had MS, and had MS, and <laughs> did it very 65. well. Still, he was sixty-five <laughs> and MS and taught us how to rope. Yeah, we were roping chairs, but it worked right, and each other, but. <laughs> Nonetheless, <laughs> yeah. he taught us how to do it. But no, I think he could do it. I think he could do it after his baseball career is over. I think, he, and I'd I'd go watch him if he totally. if he did one of the local rodeos down here in Phoenix. I'd go. It'd be fun. Well, the the roping capital of the United States is in Wickenburg, Arizona. It's not very far from where you are, anyway. That is that not is a far. major stopover on the rodeo circuit. And I could get a hot dog on the way home. Adventures for stop. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Most certainly. Yes, very good. I love it. Okay, go ahead. What's your next one? All right, my next one. I have Mike Trout. Mm. I always make jokes about how Mike Trout leads the league in in neck girth every year because the dude's <laughs> enormous. He's out there playing center field. He looks like a linebacker, and I yeah. think he would do very well as a linebacker in the NFL. Um, yeah. I just wanted to compare his size to another linebacker who I – am familiar with so mike trout is 6'2 235 yeah um bobby wagner for the seahawks who by the way is going to be a hall of famer just so everybody knows um i called that one a while ago anyway he is six foot 242 so wagner's a little bit thicker but i think if trout were to be like you know what, i just need to bulk up a little bit more for, for football season he could do it he could do really well between yeah. the speed and the sheer strength and just like size of his body yeah, I think he would be and freak athleticism. I mean, I'm sure he played football in, in high school growing up and everything was very, very good. I, I think he would be an outstanding linebacker. Uh, I wouldn't want to mess with him, but yeah. I don't want to mess with most people. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, there's that. <laughs> but no, I think he, I think he'd be really good for especially like with the Eagles, his team. Like, I bet if they're like, Mike, we could really use you. Like, yeah, dude, I'll step on. Awesome. So I think Mike Trout would be good in the NFL. That's cool. 
That's really cool. And um, honestly, I don't think it would take much for him to acclimate either because guys of his, his athletic ability, like we talked about, Deion Sanders. Yes. Like he might be able to just go in and just be like, you know, just spy, just follow the quarterback. He'll be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree with you. So that's cool. All right, number three, who you got? Well, I'm torn because I have more than three. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's funny because the more I started thinking about it, the more we've now that we've talked about it, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, this guy, this yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. So and and all kinds of different sports. So I don't know. Should we do some honorable mentions before we get our favorite in there, or should we? I only have one more. I only okay. I right. I made a point to just have three. So I mean, You're you so go smart. ahead, go ahead and give me an honorable mention because I want to hear. I don't know if you took the guy off the list, but the one that we talked about before, I want to hear what you think. All right, well, I have two honorable well. mentions. Two. Okay. two we've both discussed this, but then I have one that I really, really want to talk about. Okay. Okay. All right. So my number one honorable mention is Trevor Bauer. <laughs> I want to see okay. him play chess because I think the dude is brilliant, and I don't think he's socially capable all the time. But I think that's part of the same thing. I think. That's <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. 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 I, I I really 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 want to see him on a sport that doesn't have any other teammates. There's nobody to make upset. There's mm-hmm. no but but a sport that is also perfectly accepting of crazy wild personalities, big bold personalities, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of uh, I don't know. I don't want to say what I want to say, but you know what? I, you get what I'm saying. Well, by the way, real quick, happy birthday, Trevor Bauer, today. Hey, happy birthday, Trevor. Happy birthday, Trevor Bauer. But I would, I think the dude is brilliant, and I want to mm. see him play chess. That so that's my first honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a good one. Very thank good. you. And then I, <laughs> this is the one you were worried about or excited about or whatever. Daniel <laughs> Vogelbach. Daniel Vogelbach. Okay. I think it's easy to say, oh my gosh, I want to see him play linebacker or tight end or something like that, right? Makes perfect sense, but actually, he's a little small and he's really slow. He's not going to be playing tight end, linebacker, or even he'd a probably be a end. defensive end. Yeah, yeah, he still couldn't play defensive end. He's only six feet tall and he's he's really slow, like really slow. Defensive was, tackle. Yeah, he's way too small for that too. I, Aaron Donald is six feet tall and he's like the best tackle in the league right now. Yeah, I know. I'm just but saying, he's an anomaly. Okay, I'm All right, not he's seeing anomaly. it happen. Okay, okay, go ahead. I want to see him bowl. Though I want to see Daniel Vogelbach <laughs> because can you imagine with a 13 pound ball that dude is flinging that it's like a dart, <laughs> right? It'd be like it throwing darts, and he could probably get it on target. Now, I will if you put an adequately sized ball in his hand, it would be like Bo Jackson running, he would need like defensive he'd line. need like those Fred Flintstone sized finger holes though. I just think that if he got a regulation, the biggest regulation size ball and with all of his, cause look, he plays first base. He's incredibly coordinated. He's talented. He's, he's got some precision. He's flexible. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, the dude is an athlete. Like let's not make yeah, any qualms right. about that. Right. But if you, if you got him in a bowling alley, I think it'd be really fun. And I think he would crush it. Honestly. And he would okay. probably fit in really well too. Let's be and honest. And he would. He totally would. He totally would. <laughs> Crushing beers and eating nachos with everybody. Exactly. <laughs> it's like if you thought Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth, what other game? What other sport are you going to play, Babe? He's bowling. That is what he's doing. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Right. I think that's okay. awesome. It's perfect. All right. So Vogelbach. There we go. All right. Now, do you have one more? 
I do have one more. You want me to go? Do yours. I've been waxing. Go ahead. Okay. All right. My last one is one of my favorite players, a guy who I like a lot. He's very athletic. I think would do very well in another sport. I have Fernando Tatis Jr., Mm. the third. And (laughs) I think he would do very, very well as a soccer player. And this has maybe a little bit to do with his upbringing, but mostly because, like, have you seen that dude's feet? He is so good on his feet. Have you seen his feet? <laughs> All the time. All the time, Brick. What are you watching if you're not watching his feet? But no, like the way you read sl- it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> no, the way like he slid into second and kept his foot on the bag by doing the splits. He totally. like he dodged the ball coming out of his head at the plate by doing the splits. Like the guy is limber. He is athletic. He's and he does that little dance move going mm-hmm. going around third base. You know when he hits a home run. Like I think he could do masterful things with a soccer ball. And be very very good on a soccer field. And I would love to watch it, especially since like with his size, he's six three. He could dominate a lot of guys on a soccer pitch, like just physically dominate them. Yeah, go up, get a header. I think I think he would do really well on a soccer field amazing but that's just me okay i love it actually it makes a lot of sense excellent um okay Bring for my home. final pick <clears throat> i'm gonna go with a roldis chapman a roldis okay. chapman stands at six four and okay. he's at a pretty lean 218 yeah right now that's where he's listed but if you look at his previous off season especially during the pandemic his off season workout routines have you seen those pictures yeah boxing Boxing. Yep. Mm-hmm. I want to see a Roldis Chapman in the ring. Yep. And I want to yeah. see him lean down to, I don't want him as a heavyweight because heavyweight is 205 or better, right? 205 mm-hmm. or bigger. I want to see him just one step down, which I think they call cruiserweight, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he could do pretty, he's a little crazy. It would work. He's just crazy enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would work. Yeah. I think that's good. I like it. Yeah, I want to see him box for real. That would uh, be really cool. I wonder yeah, if we could get him in the ring with one of the Paul brothers. Oh, dude. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Light Maybe. heavy. I'm sorry. It's light heavyweight. Okay, light heavyweight. There you go. Yeah. Okay. You know, I like it. I think it's good. Um, yeah, he was doing he's doing the boxing training before, and he did. I feel like it bulked him up a little bit. I don't yeah, know totally how he did. would trim down, though, to get into yeah. the light heavyweight division. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's solid though. I do have one more. I thought of another one. You would good. I, like I was, so I was trying to figure out, I was trying to figure out who would be good for this position. This is one that I was trying to fill rather than thinking of the guy first and then matching him to a sport. Okay. Um, I wanted to see who would be a good cricket pitcher or bowler. Bowl- there you go. Good. Yeah. Good cricket bowler. And yeah. the one who I came up with was Aaron judge. Because so, and you know, and this was my thought process. I didn't want to take an actual like regular pitcher because those guys pitch off the mound. They're stationary. So I wanted to pick a guy who could throw hard on a crow hop because that's how you bowl in cricket. hundred percent. And I feel like Aaron judge, he throws like 102 from the outfield on a crow hop and getting that crow hop in there. He'd be unstoppable as a cricket bowler. Oh yeah. And imposing with that size. Oh, <laughs> I want to see what is the average cricket bowler size? I don't I don't feel like cricket players are generally very big. I don't know. <laughs> not as big as he is. I mean, come on. They're all from... no, certainly not as big as he is. OK, <laughs> there yeah. are no limits on the shape or size of the bat. Actually, that's weird. 
Okay, never mind. That's not what I wanted. Anyway, no, I feel like he would All be right. an imposing, imposing force as a cricket bowler. That's my honorable mention. Agreed, sir. Well done. I absolutely love it. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.